this show contains mature and quite immature themes. The works that are read do not represent the views of the hosts or anyone involved. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome back to another episode of They Don't Stop Coming. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, we are a very colorful fan fiction reading podcast, although that is not quite the topic we will be covering today. Um, I am your host, Tori, here with my co-host, Katie. Hi, I'm eating corndog. <laughs> and our extra special guest, Noah. Hello. And, um... <laughs> I can't take you seriously <laughs> when you put that in your mouth. <laughs> That's there's what just, she said. There's just so many comments I can make. <laughs> Sticking the whole thing in your mouth. <laughs> Taking a bite. Excellent. It's the only way to eat a corndog. <laughs> Are you left satisfied? <laughs> I am. I'm extremely satisfied. <laughs> we now know that Katie can be satisfied by a <laughs> corn dog. Is that a regular sized corn dog? Well, I don't, I don't know. Regular sized corn dog. It's kind of small. Oh, is that small? <laughs> I don't know how, how big corn dogs are supposed to be. What do you not compare your corn dog to other corn dogs? You know, I haven't had that many opportunities only air freshener can (laughs) (laughs) so you can get it right up next (laughs) Uh, actually no I've been doing the Lysol wipes (laughs) (laughs) is that a fair comparison? (laughs) it's very like like I wouldn't even my hands are small but I'd have to like grasp it with two hands On. What's your other techniques? I'm curious. Please enlighten us. It's not a technique. I'm just saying how I would, you know, that's how I'd have to deal with it, you know? Like, it's just so, I can't even hold a normal, like, I can't even hold a glass with one hand. Just hold it from the bottom. No, you're not. You have to cup it. Well, it's like. You have to cup it at the bottom. <laughs> it's a little bit like this. Really crush it. Yeah. But I, like, get nervous about spilling drinks, so I have to, like... I hold those two hands. <laughs> like a <laughs> child. <laughs> like an infant when they, they hold a like, sippy cup. Yeah, like sippy cup lids, but for wine glasses. It's really unfortunate when that happens, and then when I take a drink, I make the, like, gross sipping noise. Because <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm five years old. <laughs> I'm not a regular person. See, you don't push it up. You just gotta... <coughs> Yeah, okay. Hot take. I don't deep throat my corn dog stick when I eat the corn dog. I push the corn dog up the stick. <laughs> it's just the tip oh, the coming whole thing. out. <laughs> There's just a bit sticking out. The tip is coming out of Katie's mouth. I just. You know what? At least she's swallowing. Yeah, she's not a quitter. Or a spitter. (laughs) She's kept it all down. (laughs) She's taking her time with it, though. Yeah. It's okay. You don't want to rush into it. Mm -mm. All right. Well, um, with that nice introduction to uh, kind of where we are at this evening, um, we have some a different kind of episode for you guys today, touching on some information that we really didn't know 
existed. So we have had My Immortal recommended to us by multiple people. And so we dove right into it as if it were a normal fan fiction. Yeah, I mean, it was widely requested. Yeah. Uh, I think we had, you know, over a dozen DMs uh, <laughs> on Twitter and, like, Instagrams just asking, like, hey, can you do this? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we've gone ahead and done it. but And it's we, been well-received. Yes. Our, our ratings have jumped. <laughs> One could say. Yeah. And, uh, but what we didn't realize was the emotional baggage <laughs> that really comes along with reading My Immortal. Like, there is some deep, deep, deep lore yeah. for this story. So we're, we're going to go head in, head first. We're going to go head in, head first? <laughs> we're going to go head first into this lore. <laughs> <laughs> and see how far we can get in. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, because we all finished watching Too Hot to Handle... So now we need some <laughs> more drama to fill our lives. Yeah. And, you know, at least this is uh, engaging because we've had a fun time uh, researching this topic. Yeah, we have. We really have. Um, so without further ado, I guess we are going to hop, skip, and jump right into this. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I'll probably someplace. Go check it. That was terrifying. Okay, well we're not gonna say whatever I said. We're gonna we're gonna hop right in. We're gonna dive right in. No, that's my part. Okay, well you weren't here to say it, so say your say what you say. Say your say your say. Alright guys, we're gonna plow straight into the story. Yes. Okay. Okay. So us, along with many of you, are wondering, who wrote My Immortal? For those of you who are also unfamiliar with this story as we were, those were not the right words. <laughs> For those of you who aren't familiar with the story... Unfamiliar. That's what I said. Okay. You said not familiar. Well, that it's the same thing. Okay, those who have not heard this story before, just like we had not, there is no author. There's no published author. There's no one who's claimed to have written the story. It's an anonymous story. It's all... Depending on your viewpoint, either they're a genius or someone who needs to seek uh, counseling. So it's on, like, a bunch of different websites. It's on the website that we're reading it off of. Apparently there's a copy of it on fanfiction.net. Apparently there are other copies. And they're all these random authors who just copied and pasted the story, I guess, to share it with people. Posers. But we don't know who actually wrote it. Mm-hmm. Or people who wrote it. Mm-hmm. Or the people who wrote it. Or whether they were writing it seriously or not. Or if it's an alien manuscript that came from the UFOs. It's quite possible. That makes a lot more sense. It does. It really Honestly, does. Honestly, given the recent declassification of UFO intel that the government released, I don't know. Who's to say? So we decided to do some research. We did. And we, we may have gone a little too far. Gotten too deep. Too fast. 
Yeah, you couldn't pull out. Could not pull out in time. And hence we are here. Stuck. <laughs> All right, For so... For the next nine months, reading the story. <laughs> it's so long. That's, That's what, what she, she said. said. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's very long and thick with drama. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, the story was published in... 2006, yeah. supposedly. Was it all, like, published at once, or...? No. So it came out in a series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the author would slowly add chapters. You know... And there was a point where they were hacked. Twice. They were hacked twice, and someone added two chapters, mm-hmm. which were... Which chapters? They're later chapters. They're, like... We have not gotten to it. 41 and something. I don't know. Crap, I don't remember. We need to know our shit. You know, uh, Dickens released most of his famous novels chapters at a time. Really? So, Uh, I'm not saying this author's on par with Dickens, but... It's 39 and 40. You know, just putting it out there. So, the chapters that were not written by the author and were written by a hacker... We're chapters 39 and 40, which we have not reached yet in our story reading. And we will not reach for some time. But we will eventually get there. So the, the username that the story was initially published under was XXXBloodyWrists666XXX. Classy. And the author also used the name Tara <clears throat> Gillsby. And in the author's notes of the story, there's also a friend that's identified by the name Raven, um, who apparently operated under the username Bloody Tears with a Z 666. And it's a very is, lovely name. Yes, the oh. co author. Of my mortal. And so then there's, which we've already come across in the story and I think mentioned, Mm -hmm. there's some tension between the two writers at one point and they are no longer friends. There was something, I don't know. There's a beef. We don't know what the beef is. There's beef. There's beef. There is a lot of beef. Mm-hmm. Um, There's so, a lot of beef and a lot of porking in the chapters. Yes. I think this is the part well, where... But no one's playing chicken. Nah. I think this is the part where two suspected authors come in, yes? Mm-hmm, yeah. So, seeing these names, Tara and Raven, one can think like, hmm, where have I, where have I heard that name before, mm-hmm. those names? Maybe Raven, the acid bath princess of darkness, rings a bell a little more. Um, no. But I was thinking like Edgar Allan Poe, like the Raven. <laughs> That's the only connection I could think of. Oh, no. That's too sophisticated a reference. Too sophisticated. Yeah. So, but I'm also a prep, so. Yeah. Yes. But not a poser. I, we don't even... I'm trying to use the lingo. <laughs> so... 
if you have not seen this video, you should watch it. Um, there's an entire YouTube channel for these two girls, Tara and Raven, who made these videos singing and dancing to Evanescence songs, My Chemical Romance songs, reacting to things. Yeah. And like a very goth way. And so that was a YouTube account, and the account name was XX Bloody X Kiss XX, um, which in many ways resembles the username that My Immortal was published under. And so, again, just a reminder of the timelines. We've got My Immortal first starts being written in 2006. And this YouTube account was active from 2008 to 2009. Yes. And we've got Tara and Raven on this YouTube channel. And they use the same type of language, too, that, that's used in the, in the yeah. story, which is pretty interesting. They talk about preps. They talk about My Chemical Romance. They talk about how they hate preps, and they love Gerard Way. And, like, there's a video that they published in 2016 that they originally thought they had posted earlier that they ended up being private. Um, but they later published, and it just... A lot of the language is the same kind of language that they were using or that was used in My Immortal. And also, Evanescence has a song called My Immortal, so, like, even more similarities. Yeah, just lots and lots of parallels. So, very interesting. And so, a ton of people have actually speculated about whether or not these were the two individuals who wrote My Immortal. And so this guy, Ethan Cheel, uh, in 2014 went and tracked them down and asked them about it and about their YouTube channel. And apparently they claim... So the two are apparently sisters. Their real names are not Tara and Raven, but are in fact Sarah and Rachel. And Very generic white girl names. Yeah, and so apparently they weren't actually goth. They had both gone through like goth phases in their life. And so they were in their early to mid-teens when they first made these videos. And um, they were kind of a joke, supposedly, um, at the time that they were made. And they also tell Ethan that... So they were sisters. And there's a guy, Azer... They were sisters. Past tense. They're no longer sisters. Oh, sorry. They are sisters. And apparently Azer, who shows up in one of their videos as well, was like a family friend or something of the sort. They met him in the, the video. They're like, oh, this is the guy we met at lunch today. But yeah. apparently they didn't meet him at lunch. Yeah, apparently they didn't meet him at lunch. And, yeah. And then they claimed to not know anything about My Immortal at all. They had no idea that it was a thing um, when they were publishing their videos. So, I don't know. Take that as you will. Fast forward to 2017. Um, a woman named Rose Christo, and someone who had wrote like a bunch of young adult novels came out and she was like, you know, I wrote My Immortal. 
like it's me. I wrote under a pseudonym, I was Tara, but my real name is Rose Christo, and she claimed all these like things, and she talked a lot about her background, being Native American, the foster system, being separated from her younger brother. At one point she said that her younger brother was killed in front of her, but then she took that back. Um, so there was a lot going on with Rose Christo, and then people started to, you know, kind of dig into Rose's background, and they quickly found out that that was not actually who she was. So, yeah, her brother even came out. Her brother made some comments. Yeah, yeah, which is weird. There's a video out there, if you want to find it, that's very confusing that I still have yet to figure out. Yeah, so... So if, if you have nothing better to do during quarantine, you can just go straight into the rabbit hole on this. <laughs> yeah, there's so much, there's literally so much information. And tons of people over the years have claimed to be the authors of My Immortal and have quickly been debunked. Um, so we're just telling you about kind of the major two... Mm-hmm that people have been stuck on. So we... I think this lends merit to my theory that it's an alien piece <laughs> of literature. I don't know. It's possible. It's very possible. So basically, we saw these claims about Rose Christo. Um, so we found Rose Christo's deactivated Tumblr page and it had been reactivated and someone else is writing under the username currently with a lot of information kind of debunking Rose Christo's lies and basically trying to prove through this very long thread that she didn't write My Immortal. Um, and of course, because we have nothing better to do, <laughs> we contacted this account. Yeah. We reached out. Sent them a message. Sent them a message, asked them to give us some more information on what they think is going on with My Immortal, who they think wrote My Immortal, and what they think about the Rose Christo theory. Um, and today, we had a nice surprise. And we got a message back. We got a message back, guys. Okay, I This just cannot... goes to show that no one has anything better to do during this time. That's fair. But also, I just would like to say we were not expecting to hear back at all. We were extremely bored at the time we sent this message. We had just taken our first step into the depths of what is this craziness. Once you go emo, you never go back. It's true. true. So, I guess... Katie, do you want to, are we going to read the messages or, I don't know, just share the general thoughts, I guess, of this individual? Um, I guess I'll just share the general thoughts. Yeah. Do some quotes. Um, so first, this individual thought that they should point out the family drama consider that was going on with the situation with Rose Christo. 
specifically her brother reaching out and actually creating a YouTube video calling someone out for calling him out. We're very confused by it. We'll post a link to it so you can watch it and tell us if you understand what's going on. Something about kiwi farms. I don't I don't understand kiwi what farms kiwi farms is. is. A, I'm betting it's a group platform, like a chatting platform. I I think you're right. I just like don't I'm understand. Like Reddit, maybe. There's just a lot of I think it's like a it. separate entity. From Reddit. Yeah. So, anyway, it was confusing. It's nonsense. So a lot came out and this individual that we reached out to doesn't agree with everything he said, especially regarding kiwi farms, but thinks it's something interesting to take into account. Um, maybe you should watch if you're interested in going into this research <laughs> any more than we are. Um, and they think that there are a few possible candidates out there who may be the author of My Immortal, but they do not believe Rose Christo is one of them. And this is a quote. She is a compulsive liar lost in a fantasy life. Writing more My Immortal was just one aspect of it. She was a scamming manipulator obsessed with attention and is worth none of the attention she got. Thank God for her brother because if it weren't for him, she could still very well be misleading and manipulating thousands of people every day. That was a very strong, yeah. strong opinion. Yes. Um... And they also gave us a video made by Caleb Joseph, and he also does a good job covering what we're covering now, but I think we do a better job. Okay. Looking at Kiwi Farms, it's okay. a discussion platform um, that at the top of the page right now has a quote saying, personally, I think cat girls and anime are counter-revolutionary. I, that does not help me understand what Kiwi Farms is. <laughs> so look at the background or the about page. Mm -hmm. um, there's a warning saying, point of no return. Nope. Our community is tight and usually inwardly friendly. However, we are surrounded by entities who hate us. Some of these people are dangerous and so furious. They are talked about in an environment they cannot control. They will resort to criminal behavior directed to both the site itself and the people who use it. What the fuck? I just... This freaks me out so much. Like, I didn't think that this was going to be such a serious, like, weird thing, but there's some, like, creepy shit going on. Yeah. Mm. To go further, I continue saying, while we encourage anyone interested to join, it is strongly suggested you read our Cybersecurity 101 thread for tips on how to exercise your speech freely and safely, both on and off this website. Oh, goodness. And then it says, this site is not for minors. Mm. So. Okay. All well. Right. Okay, so I think we have a better grasp of what Kiwi Farms is now. Yeah. Yeah. More or less. So, basically, we are now... We have reached out once again to our lovely friend. On Tumblr. On Tumblr. And asked for her opinion on who she thinks our lovely author or authors might be. And we are 
anxiously awaiting the response. At least I am anxiously awaiting this response. Oh, yeah. No, I am too. I'm very interested as to, like, what she has to say. I'm just surprised she responded to us to begin with. Um, Oh, me too. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm kind of curious to pull on this thread and see where it goes. But, yeah, I think that's more or less the entire story that we know. If you know anything else, right now. let us know. If you have any theories, let us know. If you think that Rose Christo, a.k.a. Tara, real name, I wrote... What was her real name? She uh, had some long real name. Oh, the Rose Cre- the woman who said she was Rose Christo? Yeah. Yeah, it was like something Rose... Christo Christodopolis or something. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, go check out the uh, what was his name? What was this video? Shoot. Uh, Caleb Joseph. If you start his video at 36 minutes 48 seconds, you'll hear a little more detail on Rose. But you yeah, know, he gives he, a nice quick overview of kind of everything. He doesn't have the whole story like we do from our good Tumblr friend. Yeah, true. Well, it can be be believed, you know? Yeah. That That's my question is, like, who is right and who is wrong? It's just, it's impossible to know. It's impossible to know. There are just so many people involved. And also, I just, what I can't quite grasp is why... Some person would claim, like, I don't know, just, like, Monetary why, gain. why would it matter? Because Rose Christo had an agreement with a publishing company to... Yeah. Oh, yeah, to write, to write a memoir. Memoir, yes. She was writing a memoir, but it was on everything. It was on, like, her fake backstory. Yeah. Which but she apparently had forged incentive. documents for. So she had all these forged documents for this fake identity that she had created and that the publisher had initially believed. It was Macmillan, too. Yeah. It was, like, yeah. a big publisher. McMillan. Yeah, and then her, once her brother came out and said all of this stuff, they immediately revoked their deal with her for the memoir. So... I can only imagine that she would have said she had written My Immortal because she wanted people to read her memoir, which was fake... I just, I don't know. It's it's so hard to wrap my head around. And there are so many layers, it seems, and so many different people involved. And I, I just can only imagine that the person who actually wrote it is, like, either sitting somewhere in a corner, like, laughing from a distance at everyone who's, like, fighting over this dumb story that was written years and years and years ago, or they just have, like, they wrote it at some point and now have just completely forgotten about it. But I don't know. I really can't, yeah. We really can't, like, come to any conclusions on the information that we have so far. I want to believe with all of my heart that it's Tara and Raven, the acid bath princess of darkness, just because, oh, I could imagine them just, like, sitting in their room and listening to My Chemical Romance and writing the story I know, and it came out, and the videos came out after it was written, and, like... I think, it yeah. It just fits. 
I, I like. But they claim that they didn't write it, right? Yeah. yeah. They didn't even know. They said they didn't even know what it was. That just sounds wrong. And I think that is actually the biggest piece of evidence we have that they did write it. Why? Because they want to troll all of the preps, right? If you think about it. They said they weren't even goth, though. I know, but like, that's how deep they are into it. Is that they were trolling the preps who were pretending to be emo because they were pretending to be emo to trap the preps who were trying to be emo. You know, I really want to believe that too. Just because there's so many parallels, it just makes too much sense. It does. It does. Like, if you hadn't found that article about that guy who had reached out, I'd be like, no doubt, it's them. But yeah. But the fact that they have said that they didn't do it and that they didn't know about yeah, I and think then some like guy every, tracked him down. Every person that I said, yes, I wrote this, has turned out to not be the author. Yeah. You know? I think that there comes a point where logic and reason cannot inform us any more than what we can feel in our guts. I mean, like, what age would they be when he reached out to them, though? Because maybe they were, like, still with their parents, still, like... I mean, it's a concerning as heck Let me story. pull up. Let me pull up. The yeah, article. it's like maybe they're minors. They, and I'll be like, no, because they haven't lived away. together since two thousand and eight. But maybe their parents would have been like, what the? Were they in those you know, YouTube videos? Um, so they were in their like mid to late teens. I can't imagine being in their late teens. What do you consider late teens? Like, they well, looked like they were children. Like, yeah. They looked like it was like middle school. Also, I can't judge the age That's... of people. So it says the video stopped. So this article. Is from 2014. September of 2014 was when he tracked them down. And he says, The video stopped because Sarah and Rachel haven't lived together since 2008. Uh, the new video really is one they found recently and realized they never posted. They've considered outing themselves, but haven't made a new video the few times they've been reunited. When I asked Sarah and Rachel if it bugged them that... No matter what they did or said, someone would insist they were being genuine in the videos and had authored My Immortal. They didn't seem to mind. Sarah, Sarah sort of enjoys it. Um, she says, watching the effervescence video still cracks her up, and Rachel was resigned. Sarah and I know that we weren't responsible for the worst fanfiction ever written. Other than that, it doesn't matter. I think they wrote it. I think so. they're the ultimate trolls. I... I think kind of amazing. I think we should reach out to them. I think we should try to track them down. How? If this guy could, we can. Right? It says that they still, well, in 2014, he said that they still occasionally responded to their to comments on YouTube, but they've disabled commenting on YouTube since then. So you can't even contact Look. them on YouTube? Yeah, no, you can't even comment on their YouTube videos. We can track. We are three college-educated individuals, two of which have already poured in way too much time and effort into it. <laughs> so I have faith that we, meaning you two and not me, can contact them. I think that's the next step. I think that's the next step. Do you yeah. want to be investigative reporters for a podcast? Yes. That has over 10,000 <laughs> listeners for each episode. Oh my god. Since we started The Immortal. <laughs> so my popular. Immortal. Everyone loves us. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's getting there. Alright, well, if any of you have any additional information, 
to provide us with. We would love to hear it. Please reach out to one of us um, or to our Twitter account. You can DM us on there um, at don't underscore stop coming. We would love to hear from you. We would love to hear your thoughts, your theories, or any information that we may have missed because I feel like we've barely dipped our toes into this strange dark pool of blood. whatever the hell is happening. <laughs> um, it's blood. Yeah. Um, but other than that, thank you for tuning in for this extra special bonus episode, and we hope that you continue listening as we continue to read parts of My Immortal. And just think about the size of corn dogs, because we want to know if Katie's corn dog was average or not. They don't have a picture of my corn dog. I don't know. Everyone, go get a corn dog and take a measure of it, and then DM us the measurement. <laughs> We have to know if we measure up. Or I'll post a picture of another corn dog on our Twitter. You can with measurements attached. And you can comment the measurements of your corn dog. <laughs> I think that if we all share our um, corn dogs yeah, together, no. <laughs> this will break down barriers and we can all feel more comfortable about ourselves when we in fact eat our corn dogs by deep serving them. Alright, I'm gonna go ahead and force us to end it here. <laughs> And we will see you all next time. Have a good night and have a drink. Bye-bye.